You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about how to build your community with content marketing. And I'm super excited to have an amazing guest with me, Nassar Ahmed. Let me tell you about him. He is the founder and managing editor at careermetis.com. It's an award-winning career blog. And besides leading the company, he's responsible for content creation, content curation, growth hacking, and social media strategy. He was named in the top 25 inspirational career advice bloggers and recognized for his contributions by many other media sources. Checked out his LinkedIn profile to see what an amazing influencer he is. Welcome, Nassar, and thanks for sharing part of your day. What else do you want to add to that introduction? First of all, Nancy, thank you very much for having me. Um, and it's a pleasure. Uh, I enjoyed listening to your show, and I'm glad that now I can share some of my ideas. And in terms of the introduction, I think you nailed it. I don't think I would, I don't think I would do a good job introducing myself. I think you, you did it excellent job. Awesome. Well, thank you. Well, obviously you are super good at what you do. Tell us how you grew a site from one single blogger to over 700 contributors. Sure. So when I first started, I had no intention of making this a publication. It was an accident. It was something that I just wanted to explore. And I just thought, okay, initially I'll start writing down whatever thoughts I had. So I, uh, I started actively blogging June 2015, almost three years ago. And I still, I, I did have a full-time job. So I was doing this part-time. I was writing articles on weekends. And I said, initially set a goal, of, goal to myself to write 10 articles. And at that time, I read the book called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Really inspired me and he motivated me to set my targets higher. So in, in his whole um, notion of the 10X Rule is, if you set a goal, multiply that target by 10 and the, the underlying philosophy is even if you don't hit that exact goal, you'll at least come, you'll be far better than your original goal. So my original goal was 10. So I set a goal of 100 articles uh, in six months. It didn't take me six months. It took me about 10. And the first 100 articles on my site, I wrote by myself. Um, it was not easy. It was, I tried to come up with every little article I can. And something interesting happened towards that ninth, 10th month. I started, of course, getting some traction, but people started reaching out to me. One, all of a sudden, someone reached out to me saying, hey, I really like what you're doing. I love to contribute. And at that moment, I, it was a moment of reflection because I went in totally naive when I started it. I did not know that guest blogging was a thing. I did not know that individuals write on other sites. Uh, this is how naive I, I was when I started. Uh, I'm, that actually gave me an idea. Then soon I, after that person, another person reached out. Then I thought, I have something here. Uh, why not I just build this, build this as a channel? So since then, I actively started reaching out. I did a lot of 
Um, I reached out to LinkedIn uh, connections I had, Twitter connections, other bloggers in the sphere uh, that I am in. And I started focusing on that a lot, a lot. And what happened, people were receptive. And after my, uh, they wanted to contribute as well. So I started seeing some success. In a few months, it grew to 25 contributors to 100, 200, 500. And today I have over 750 contributors. And because of that, I've taken a back seat. I'm no longer writing. I'm mostly editing. Even though I miss writing um, because of the time constraints, I do a lot of the editing and community management. That is incredible. Wow. You know, it's, I love when people write for me because even though I like to write, it takes me a long time and I have, a better, I have better things to do with my time since it's not my superpower. And in this last month, I had four different people reach out and offer to write an article, which mm-hmm. saves me time. And I love when other people want to want to write for me because it lets me combine my community with their community and have a different viewpoint. So that is, wow, 750. That's really cool. So why did you choose career and job search as your topics? It was something, one, that was an accidental path as well. So I chose that topic because I myself had struggled early in my career. I had different jobs. Uh, I had to look for jobs, change careers. And during that time, I had... Uh, looked at multiple resources. I had read books. I looked at YouTube videos. I even hired career coaches. And then I started applying all these ideas for myself to a point where I've, I got comfortable myself. And I was confident that if I, put, if I was put in that situation, I could crack the interview. Um, then selflessly, I was just helping my friends and my family. Anyone I knew who was looking for a job, I was just giving them suggestions and ideas. Uh, just to help them out because I, I had some successes myself. And some of my friends suggested, maybe you should start writing this. An idea initially I brushed off because I thought to myself, okay, I was doing it for myself. Who would want to read this? And after doing further thought and a little bit uh, a push from my friends, I decided to start. I registered my domain and after a while I started writing. So it was more of something you can call it scratching my own itch. I had been in, in that shoe. It's a subject I knew a little bit about. And, um, and that's why instead of starting, instead of writing something I did not know anything about, I thought I'll write about something I knew a little bit. And, and as they say, the rest is history. That's awesome. It's funny how the universe kind of points us to what we should be doing. When I first left my job with IBM, I was teaching financial education for women and it just wasn't going so well, but people kept asking me about business and I'm, I said, no, that's behind me. I left a job. This is my new journey. But mm-hmm. it's funny how people keep asking us and when people pay attention, you'll know exactly what you're meant to do because people keep going to you for that. Do you agree with that? that that is amazing. And that, uh, that's an amazing insight. And uh, I haven't really thought of it that way. But it, that, that is so true because sometimes we are our own worst critics and, uh, and we don't see our own potential. Uh, we want something to happen a certain way. But um, if, you, if you, 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 you train business owners and there's uh, tons of companies you would read uh, about that today are successful in one domain, but they did not start out in that particular company, right? Like for example, Facebook, one of the largest companies out there, they started as a very little site for one college, Harvard. And and now you see it's a global hub. Same thing with every other company. I think it's, uh, people will tell you where to go and sometimes you just need to uh, listen 
Um, and if you're getting, if two or three people are telling it, then it's a good thing to do. Absolutely. It's funny because to you, it probably was so easy to do career stuff. And you're like, why would I do this? This is like just uh-huh. natural. And you didn't see it as a superpower, but other people with a different perspective pointed that out. That's really cool. So how do you make your site stand out and keep your contributors and readers coming back for more? I have found out one of the biggest drivers of growth for my business or my site has been my contributors. And uh, one of the things you did bring up a while back at doing this interview is um, this month you received four contributors and that happens once in a while. You will get the biggest chunk of the contributors who come to your site will write once and go away because they are thinking of casting a wider net. They want to be appear on your site, my site, 10 other sites, because that's how they build their portfolio. They, that's how they grow their brand. But what a lot of publishers or even bloggers like myself do is they ignore, they are always looking for the new, they're always looking for new blood or in other words, new contributors. I want, like somehow I came up with an idea saying, if this person wrote an article, I'm sure they write somewhere else why not the next article be myself? So um, I have a monthly habit. I go through a list of anyone who's contributed in the last 30 days, especially someone who's only written for me the first time. I send them a follow-up email and I send everyone a very similar email saying, hey, listen, you contributed this article. It was amazing. I was so uh, pleased to look at it and publish it. Um, Our audience enjoyed it as well. And I think uh, our audience will love to get more content from you. And I do get, I, when I send that email in, in, in similar message, I get about 30 to 40% response rate. And today I have uh, a good portion of my contributors are repeat. Uh, they come back and some of them are monthly columnists. Some of them write once every three months, some every two months. Um, as a matter of fact, and the reason this is, the reason I'm stressing this, Nancy, and I think it's important is if you have a community or a blog or even a website, uh, it's very easy to be, get caught up in new. A uh, lot of publications do not uh, nurture the relationships they have with existing authors. And all you need to do is send them a hap- one email. And they would. I, the response you receive from them is amazing. They'd be actually honored. They feel so great that you reached out back to them, reached back to them, and they would want to contribute. So that's one growth hack I tried, and it was very simple. Uh, and actually, it's one of those things that is simple and obvious. A lot of people do not do it. Um, I have contributed to other sites. I'll be honest, sometimes I never hear back from the publisher. And uh, I thought, I don't want to be that type of publisher. I want to build a community. So uh, that's something I strongly recommend. If you have someone who has come to your website written for you, please go ahead. Send them another note in a month. And a, more, a good chunk of them will be happy to come back. That's brilliant. That is truly brilliant. I never thought about doing that. And you're right. It's simple and easy. And I love that you have a productivity tip in there. Use the same template over and over. I'm always so secretly I have to share. I'm flattered when somebody says, can I write for your website? It feels really good that they found me and want to contribute. So it's a win-win all around. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is a win-win, right? Like your, your, your audience wins because they get a different perspective. Uh, they, uh, you win because it helps you get more content and the contributor wins as well because they're getting a new piece, uh, a new house for their, for their content. So here's my hack. Once I get a, any blog, I always have it scheduled to drip out over social media for the next 30 days, not every day, but on different sites for 
four weeks, and I always tag the person who wrote it because it's a constant reminder. It's not just one and done. It gets shared over and over. Because you, of course, you know, the lifespan of social media could be hours, maybe even minutes if it's Twitter. It's kind of my way of giving back. No, that is so true. And I, I, I've tried that as well. And they're actually very happy to see that, that you're not just publishing, but you're also putting it on their Twitter, in your Twitter, your newsletter. It's another way to give them, adding value to them as well. Right, because I'm sure it took them time. It takes me at least, at least one hour to write 800 words and proofread it and format it. So they should get something out of it. Do you ever, are you familiar with helpareporter.com, also called H-A-R-O, Harrow? I have, um, yeah, absolutely. I have someone who recommended my site or podcast and I got featured and I did that for someone else as well. So I haven't really spent a lot of time on it. I've maybe spent, I've gone to Hero twice in the last six months and both times I got good results. But now that you ask it, I think I should be spending more time there. I'm curious as to why you asked, uh, was was there a tip coming? Well, well, one, I wrote a book on it, but two, um, with you being featured, I was looking at your LinkedIn and it was brilliant of you to put all that media stuff of where you've been the top 25, the top five. I mean, you've got a lot of influencer and I, I always thought LinkedIn media was for videos or books that people wrote. I never thought about putting Harrow stuff. So I get quoted quite a bit from Harrow in different medias and I'm, I'm totally going to copy you, Nassar, and <laughs> update my LinkedIn with where I was quoted. So I just figured with all that reach, you must be using Harrow, but it sounds like it's more organic. Uh, yeah, actually, it is. A uh, lot of what I get, I think 50 to 60% of any traffic, any exposure I get is organic. A uh, little bit of social media, a good chunk of them from referrals from other sites. But um, yeah, it's mostly <clears throat> mostly organic, especially when you have a lot of content. Uh, it's a lot of work, but eventually that uh, the rewards come back to you. Absolutely. That's what content is. I think the best word about content is consistent. You have to be consistent. You can't just put it out there and hope it's going to work and then pick it up again. So yeah, I just thought with, with such a wide reach, you were using that. Can you imagine if you add hero on top of what you're doing? It's like going to be... I'm, I'm going to, Go I'm ahead. actually writing it down right now. So as, as uh, when I write down something, I, I, I need to follow up. So definitely exploring that and I'll make sure that I'll check out your resource as well. Um, Absolutely. So if a listener right now is thinking, Hey, I want to contribute to the career medis. Do you, are you accepting new people and what's the process for that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I found out that every time someone comes, they bring a new perspective. It always helps the reader. So the answer is always yes. The process is uh, very simple. They could just email me. I respond to most all emails. Even if it is a bad pitch, I always respond to them. Uh, uh, that's another way. I mean, it, uh, that's another recommendation for anyone with the business. I know if you get a response, even a quick a no thank you is also always better than leaving people in the dark. Um, but I always respond and my email is nisar uh, at careermetis.com. Uh, nisar is N-I-S-S-A-R at career, C-A-R-E-E-R-M-E-T-I-S.com. They could also reach me on LinkedIn and uh, I'd be happy to listen to what, what type of information they have. And uh, if it's a good fit, I'd be happy to feature them. Awesome. We totally appreciate that. So I know your podcast is award-winning as well as as your site. Tell us a little bit about your podcast, like what you cover, who should be listening to it. 
Yes, and uh, since the theme is content, the reason um, I started a podcast was also basically content marketing because I wanted to provide my audience another source. And not everybody reads. Uh, some people listen. Some people are on SoundCloud. So I wanted to make sure that the content we have is available to a different audience. So that's why I started the podcast. And the theme follows what the site is about. It is about career advice. And I have interviewed career experts, uh, professionals, coaches who share their ideas on what someone should do on their resume, how they should prepare for their interview, how they should negotiate a salary. And also I interview individuals from different careers. For example, one of the biggest challenges people have is they want to get a job, but they do not know what their job looks like. So I interview people from a particular career, ask them what they do day to day, what are some of the benefits, what are some of the challenges. So anyone listening can know, okay, wait a minute, this, this sounded interesting on paper. Maybe this is not what I want to do. Oh, wow, this is better than what I expected. I want to do this. So I've interviewed IT professionals, marketing professionals, nurses, um, uh, like even a talent strategist who works in Hollywood, it's it's fun to do those interviews because uh, I have fun speaking to such a wide variety of individuals. That's a really good idea. And yes, podcasting is one of my favorite activities every week as well. When I went to school, and I'm slightly older than you, we had you, we'd had this career office in high school, and they gave you all the typical careers. Do you want to be a doctor, a nurse, a fireman, a lawyer? Like nobody ever says, well, there's this really cool content marketing, or you could be a business coach or business consultant. So it's great that you're exposing exposing people to that. And hopefully some of the younger people are listening to that too. Yeah, the majority of the read, uh, listeners we get or even readers we get are between eight, between 18 to 35. Um, we get an equal mix of male and female, uh, English speaking. So yeah, it, it does cater to them because the most of many of them are in transition or they're looking for something new. So I think it's geared towards them mostly. That's awesome. So I gather you're a strong reader since you read Grant Cardone and some other books. Are you reading something right now that you want to share that you'd highly recommend to the listeners and of course me? It's, it's, so, it's so funny and timely that you're talking about content marketing. I just finished reading a book called Everybody Writes by Anne Headley. And uh, she is the founder of marketingprofs.com, a well-known, well-known speaker and an influencer and thought leader in the content marketing world. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good book because it covers everything from how you should write, how you should write uh, your mindset, um, the, your thought, thought process, how, uh, how to write an email, how to write a Twitter post, how to write a blog post. So it covers the entire writing and it's, it's a good read. You can read it in a couple of days. Um, I strongly recommend and uh, it took me a while to get to this book. I just kept putting it off and finally I decided to read and I'm so glad some of the ideas really changed the way I think. That's a great idea. It's funny. I've got a stack of books in my office here that I, I have the same thing. One of these days, I'm going to get to that. And the funny thing is, when, I'm, when I pick a book in that stack, it's like the perfect book for what I need to hear. I don't know how it happens. I just randomly pick something in the stack, and I'm like, this is so timely. So I get what you're saying about how you put it off, and then you read it, and it was, it was perfect for you. That is so true. Yeah, that has happened yeah. many times. Yes, for sure. So are you ready for the signature question everybody gets on the show? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Nisar, 
If you had one more hour in your day, 25 hours every day, how would you spend your extra hour? If you had asked me this question last week, I would have given you a different answer. But um, this weekend I had lunch, uh, I had breakfast with someone um, who I admire and respect and someone from my industry and he changed the way I think. And one of the things I, I know I talked a lot about work and consistent, which I totally agree is good. One of the things that I am guilty of not doing a lot is planning. Um, and you might, uh, and that, you know, there's been so many quotes about uh, one hour of planning, uh, it saves like any planning you do uh, saves you 20% of execution, proper prior, prior planning prevents poor performance. So I've changed, I've coming, I'm coming along to changing my thinking. If I had that extra one hour, I would actually do a good job of planning what the next day looks like. And not only just writing down what I'm going to do but why and how and how I'm going to hold myself accountable. And it's amazing. You think one hour of planning is, is too much, but once you sit down to do it, it does take a lot of time. So that's how I would do, structure my day and some, even my weeks moving forward. I would spend a little bit of time, maybe not, may not start with one hour, but a little bit of time planning. That's a really good answer. It, it makes a difference. One, one thing I teach when I'm coaching people is to separate your thinking from your doing. Too many people, let's say you're writing a book, will just sit down and start writing the book. But if they would have separated it into some thinking slots and saying, well, what should the, what should the 10 chapters be? Mm-hmm. And then once they have a chapter, then they go do it and actually write it. It's so much more productive doing it that way. So congratulations for realizing the impact of planning. It'll make a huge difference no, in, thank in you. everything. Yeah, thank you. for sure. So for people who'd like to work more closely with you, I know you gave your email out. Do you want to give any other sites out or social media? What's the best way for people to get more career advice? Yeah, I would recommend, uh, one of the things I would recommend to people is so many resources, there's no shortage. So you can always go online and search for something like uh, like even such as career matters. So, or even connect with individuals. So amazing. Everything I started came because of uh, individuals I've met. So always keep your network open. But in case you wanted to reach me, I would say um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. My full name is Nisar Ahmed. Um, and also by email as well. I respond to all emails. Those would be the two primary ways I'm active. Uh, on other networks, not as much as LinkedIn. Perfect. Is there anything else that you want to add that I didn't think to ask you? Maybe a inspirational quote or something that you like to follow? Yeah, I, I wanted to leave the audience with this thing. I think uh, thanks to you, you mentioned the word consistent um, in, in somewhere during the interview. And I think it's key. Um, uh, one of the things I have come up with after doing a few conversations like this is um, it's not just important to be consistent, but it's also important to be persistent. So you combine both of them. A lot of, a lot of, them, lot, lot of people com- think both are separate. So I've come up with this uh, word called consistent persistence. Essentially, persistence means not giving up and consistent means doing it every day. Um, you cannot give up. That's okay. That's a strong trait to have. But if you do something every single day, even if it's 10 minutes or even if it's like 5 to 10 minutes, Eventually, the more you do something, it, it builds that persistent strength. And eventually, that's one. When you combine both of these qualities together, um, it might take time, but you will be successful no matter what you choose to do. 
That's awesome. What a great way to wrap up the show. Nisar, thanks so much for taking time to be on the show. Lots and lots of great ideas and valuable information. Listeners, I am looking for newer business owners interested in accelerating their business in just one year. The next Turbo Ascent class is forming right now. It's a combination of coaching, training, accountability, peer advisors, and a mastermind think tank. So jam-packed with important stuff. Check it out, nancygaines.com slash consulting to learn more. If you love this show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It helps other people find us. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.